Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 1st of February. A kick and a punch for the first of the month. And goodbye January, thankfully. Okay, well, we uh, this, remember, is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. Otherwise, you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au, read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member and you're listening on a podcast, you can also sign up for a free two-week trial of the newsletter. All right, well, overnight we had another strong session from the Dow Jones and the U.S. markets, especially with NASDAQ. We saw the Dow up 406 points, up 1.17%, 35,132 Watching CNBC at the close this morning, there was a massive cheer and raucous, uh, reminiscent of a number 10 uh, drinks party uh, to celebrate the end of January coming from the New York Stock Exchange floor. So uh, certainly people very happy to see the, the last of January and start a new month. But uh, the Dow closing up 406 points. Its high was 423 points, low of 229. So another 630-odd point day turnaround from the lows to the highs. But certainly we are seeing that volatility come off to some extent. And NASDAQ up 3.41%, 469 points, 14,240. Those Certainly those Facebook uh, numbers will be closely watched when they come out on Wednesday, but also the Apple numbers last week really have steadied the market there. In terms of technology stocks in the US, we saw Apple up 2.6%, Meta up 3.8% uh, results later this week, Google up one4 Microsoft up 0.9%, we had Amazon up 39 Netflix had a great day, up 11.1%. I'm just watching the guys being interviewed about Spotify. That had a big rise as well. So some big gains in those NASDAQ stocks. And Block was up nearly 11%. So that bodes pretty well for SQ2 or Square or Afterpay or whatever you want to call it in Australia today. A big move there for them. S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle, as is its want, up 1.89%, 84 points to 45.16. But very much the relief rally, the relief at the end of January uh, in focus for the US markets as they bounce back like the rubber band and the buy the dip seems to be the pervading mentality yet again. All thoughts of that Fed uh, last week seemed to be diminishing into the background. As a result of all this positivity, you would expect to see the VIX index falling, and it did, down three points to 25, 9.87% down. In commodities overnight, Brent crude continues to push ever higher. That $100 oil does look as if it's a distinct possibility. We do have an OPEC meeting on Wednesday. That's an OPEC Plus meeting, so that will be interesting. But at the moment, 91 spot $21 US a barrel, up $1.18, 1.3%. WTI up 1.5% or $1.33 to 88.15. Gold also having a good night last night. The US dollar coming off a little bit, up $9.80 or 0.55% to 17.96.40. 
Aussie dollar 70.66, so it didn't stay below 70 for very long. So uh, a good bounce there in the Aussie dollar as the US dollar came under a little bit of pressure. Iron ore pricing, well, we've got them down 4.16%, $6.15 to 141.75. But to be honest, at the moment, Lunar New Year in Asia is certainly having an impact on the iron ore trade. So uh, I wouldn't be too uh, concerned about that move in iron ore. Other commodities, though, we saw copper up 0.3%, nickel up 0.4%, aluminium down 1.5%, zinc down 1.5%, lead down 1.5%, and tonne doing well, up 2.9%. BHP in ADR terms was down 0.89%. Rio down 2.37% there. And other miners, Alcoa down 1.2%, Tech down 1.5%, Anglo down 2.8%, Glencore down 2.6%, Vale down 2.6%, Freeport McMoran up 3.3%. But a big, big mover last night in the lithium space was Arbamile was up 7%. So that certainly may feed through into some of our lithium stocks today. Here you can see the S&P 500 pretty much closing at its highs, which is a good thing. And plenty to cheer about on the New York Stock Exchange floor, as CNBC showed as the end of January came around. And this mad, volatile month where it looks like the computers have been well and truly in charge of the asylum is now behind us. Major stories last night coming from overseas uh, certainly is a move back into tech stocks and some of the uh, the more uh, value stocks are being left behind a little bit, shall we say. We did see the US banks, JP Morgan up 1.4, Citigroup up 0.6, Goldman up 2.2, Bank of America up 0.6. But it was those tech stocks that are really pushing higher and we could see that play out in our market as well today. The OECD sees global inflation pressures easing in next 12 to 18 months. The OECD has an absolutely appalling record of predicting anything. Uh, the Bank of England expected to raise rates by 25 basis points to half a percent this week, up to four hikes discounted now for 2022. And of course, Partygate report has now landed on uh, Boris Johnson and the partying at number 10. And that uh, certainly is a damning indictment of the culture there. And we'll wait and see the political fallout, although the report is seems to be somewhat um, redacted in many places and there's still police inquiries going on. The RBA is expected to end QE Tuesday and revise up inflation forecasts and the ECB meeting in focus as European price pressures remain strong. And we did see on Sunday Japanese manufacturing sector weakens in January, reinforcing market expectations of more policy support. This comes as the country still has the big hard line on Omicron. Market volatility tightening financial conditions on hawkish Fed has curtailed corporate America's ability to raise cash. And Evergrande faces forced sale of Hong Kong land it pledged for loan. And the Pentagon says Russia continuing to boost troop levels on the Ukraine border. I'm sure there'd be nothing Boris would like better than a slight distraction at the moment from his issues with the uh, BYO parties. What to expect today? Well, we've got January core dwelling prices at 10 a.m. We've got housing finance at 11.30 and we've got RBA policy statement at 2.30. This is going to be the big one. This is the first meeting for the new year. So we're certainly waited with bated breath. But this is very much the appetizer this week. We do have a speech from Philip Lowe tomorrow. We also have a speech from, I think, the Prime Minister today at the Press Club. So that will be interesting as well. 
and we do have the uh, the official kind of long form of their policy settings and their forecasts on Friday coming out. So although the SPY is showing up 42 points, uh, that should be a, a pretty good start in store. We should see a good bounce continuing in the tech space, especially with the likes of uh, SQ2 with that block share price up 10.8%. That'll certainly drag Wise Tech and Zero up. Tech stocks have looked a little bit oversold, so I would suggest we'll continue to see a big bounce in techs. But we may see a little bit more muted response in miners. And let's face it, the miners, BHP, Rio, have been holding our market up to some extent. And while the world was crashing around its shoulders, then uh, we did see uh, BHP holding very firm. Part of that reason was the big index weighting change. This came into effect yesterday as the dual listed structure collapsed. So there's no longer a different listing for BHP in the UK. Marcus did write about that last week. And there was massive, massive volumes done in BHP yesterday. Huge crossings at the match price went through the market. So clearly some serious index reweighting going on. Of course, the more BHP you have to hold in your basket, the less of everything else you have to have in your basket, which may explain why BHP held up so well whereas other stocks were under a little bit of pressure in the last week or so. That may start to negate and start to turn the other way with BHP underperforming, uh, whereas other parts of the market may start to outperform, especially those banks which have been hit quite hard. We do, of course, have CBA reporting coming up very shortly. In other news, Tesla rallies as CS Credit Suisse says the fundamentals favourable in the US, Morgan Stanley argues investors should be very wary. Its view is that on the S&P 500, fair value remains closer to 4,000 tactically. So I would expect our market to open in a bit of a rush this morning, 42 points up, but it may well be concentrated in the banks and industrials, maybe even in the healthcare as well. We are seeing the New South Wales resuming non-elective surgery. That is positive for healthcare stocks. So we may see some uh, buying in CSL, especially as it's been sold off quite a lot. But uh, it may be that the miners underwhelm slightly, especially with those commodity price rises. Not that impressive, although lithium stocks could get a bounce on the back of the Arbor Mile uh, rise overnight, which was up uh, 7%, so a pretty good night there. And uh, we will then, once we've uh, hit sort of the peak around sort of 11.30, 12 o'clock, we may see the market go into a little bit of sideways movements and profit-taking ahead of the RBA meeting at 2.30. Of course, Asia closed today, so nothing coming in from them. We will also see US futures will be determined. They'll be probably following us as we follow them, so a bit of a round robin there. In other news, coming overnight, we saw the pan-European stock 600 rising 0.7%. Again, those tech stocks in Europe up 3.5% doing well. So that will be a big boost continuing for that tech stock. So I would say they will outperform today. 10-year yields, 1.79 Australia, 1.89 Germany. Positive, 0.01% positive. It's the first time it's actually been positive for a little while. Australia, 1.89. So came. it has come right off. Uh, and that Aussie dollar improving 70.66 at the moment. There's a Melbourne company called Sirar... Ciara, which has just raised $350 million from VC funding. It's a software company that automatically tests the performance of the company's customer service technologies. 
IPO later this year, so keep an eye out for that one. And TWE has been under a bit of pressure recently, but then what hasn't? But it is now starting to lobby the UK government on tax changes, which will especially affect their red wines because tax will be based on alcohol content, and that will uh, affect the big Aussie reds. The other one that's interesting yesterday and maybe one to have a look at in the small cap space is FAR FAR, which is an oil company in West Africa, is being uh, considering the takeover offer that has been lobbed by Samuel Terry Asset Management. Now, I know the guys at Samuel Terry. They are pretty smart. 45 cents, the company has said, is not enough. And uh, they do tend to be quite smart guys at Samuel Terry. And uh, that probably will not be enough to get them over the line. And just to give us a bit of a wake-up call and get on the front pages of the Fin Review, because that's what it's all about, after all, build up your profile, uh, Lucerne Investment Partners CEO, whoever Lucerne Investment Partners are, Anthony Murphy says, get ready for 5% interest rates here in the next two years. Something about jousting sticks comes to mind. But anyway, good luck with that call, Anthony Murphy. Question of the day today. Uh, do you think the RBA is on top of the inflation issue or does it need to do more? We're going to find out today how aggressive it's going to be. Some investment banks penciling a rise in interest rates this year now. Uh, but uh, it may be that the RBA disappoints them on that. They have said in the past that they are happy to let the economy run hot and that the official inflation rate is only just above their target band. Interesting to see what they will do. What do you think they will do? What will you, do you think they're on top of the inflation is- issue or do they need to grab back the narrative and get their credibility back somewhat? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. There are four wonderful Marcus Today podcast streams. There's this one with the end of day report. There's the Marcus strategy report, which will be back today as Marcus is back on deck. And the On The Desk podcast where the lads in Melbourne talk about all things finance. And my On The Couch podcast where I talk to fund managers, CEOs of companies that interest you. And last week we talked to Nick Griffin and James Sanidis from Munro Partners about decarbonisation and also what they think is going on in the market at the moment. But that is it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and hope you have a great session.